So in the spiritual realm, there are two important forces that are taking place that are affecting us in the natural landscape. It's fear and faith. Now, whenever faith is being displayed, it is God's authority to take full control and act on our behalf. So which means when I'm showing the green light of faith, God acts on my behalf because I've displaced I've displayed faith, which is the currency that allow me to receive things by faith from God. But whenever I display fear, the devil acts because I have displayed a light that indicates to him, and I'm just giving you an example so that you can see it, that gives him access to your life. So that at any stage in our life, if we understand this rule, then we would choose not to display fear because fear has the power to attract things that the devil gives into our life and faith has the power to attract things that Jesus have died for and provided for us freely on the cross into our life. So both fear and faith are the receiving platforms in which once we display them we can receive things from heaven by faith when we show it up and we can receive things from the kingdom of darkness when we display fear. The devil works by fear and this fear can be coercion. This fear can paralyze you and put you into a state of affairs where you are no longer responsive and active on what you are dealing with. Think of fear and faith as like two bulls in the same crawl. And, and the, the bull that gets fed the most wins. If you feed your fear, your fear bull, it will kill faith bull. But if you feed your, your, your faith bull, your faith bull would kill the fear bull. Now the question is, which one are you feeding? And what is the food here? The food is the word of God. Now, we, we feed faith at a passive level by choosing not to feed on God's word. But we feed faith by an active understanding process of getting engaged in the word of God and in prayer. Now, if you are not praying and we are not reading the word of God, you are not feeding the faith bull. And when situation comes like COVID and other things attack you, you are likely to bow down to the bull of fear because your faith bull is too weak. My encouragement to you is spend time on this word. Choose to speak this word and choose to have a moment of prayer to God. Hello and welcome to Expansion Revolution Nuggets. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an exciting day for us to continue our discussion on the antidote of fear. I want to equip you with the word of God that no amount of fear should be left in your heart. That even if you can become, you can test positive, you can confidently know. This is the spirit of fear. I reject it. I choose to be alive. I'm going to fight this virus and overcome it without allowing fear to paralyze you and limit your ability to fight the virus and overcome it by the power of the spirit of God. So that's what I want to deal with now. In order for me to do this, this is what I want to do today. And I'm putting another second layer of the foundation of the antidotes before we talk about the antidotes themselves. Is that I want to show you what fear is and 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 here, here here's the basic understanding the spiritual world is being run by two dominant forces and these forces are god's most 
powerful weapon, which is faith. Faith is the currency that you use to receive threats from God. And fear is the devil's number one weapon that he uses to get access to our life and get people tamed and obsessed and dominated by him. So in the spiritual realm, there are two important forces that are taking place that are affecting us in the natural landscape. It's fear and faith. Now, whenever faith is being displayed, it is God's authority to take full control and act on our behalf. So which means when I'm showing the green light of faith, God acts on my behalf because I've displaced I've displayed faith, which is the currency that allow me to receive things by faith from God. But whenever I display fear, the devil acts because I have displayed a light that indicates to him, and I'm just giving you an example so that you can see it, that gives him access to your life. So that at any stage in our life, if we understand this rule, then we would choose not to display fear because fear has the power to attract things that the devil gives into our life and faith has the power to attract things that Jesus have died for and provided for us freely on the cross into our life. So both fear and faith are the receiving platforms in which once we display them we can receive things from heaven by faith when we show it up and we can receive things from the kingdom of darkness when we display fear. The devil works by fear and this fear can be coercion, this fear can paralyze you and put you into a state of affairs where you are no longer responsive and active on what you are dealing with. And once you demonstrate it, then the devil will take advantage of you. But if you demonstrate faith, then God will recognize you are demonstrating what you want and therefore let me give you an example that will help us understand this. Look at Job chapter number 3 and verse number 25. It says, this is Job. He says, for what I have always feared has happened to me. Which means when you fear things and you are scared of them, you are likely to attract them. He says, what I dreaded the most has come true. I have no peace, no quietness, and I have no rest. Only trouble comes to me. I think you can relate with this if you have met negative people who are very pessimistic in life. All they can think of is trouble coming into their life. All they can think of is things not working well. All they can think of is the worst, the sicknesses, the diseases, is when they go down and when they die and when things are not working well. There is no positive thought in this. When you are this negative and you are this, this pessimistic, you are demonstrating fear that you don't expect things to work the way you want them. You are expecting things to work for fear. Job feared that at another stage in his life, he would lose everything that he had and it happened to him. This is why I'm saying right now, if you are positive, don't allow the spirit of fear to grab you and you feel like COVID is going to kill me and you feel like I'm not going to lose my life or my family is going to die or what if all my with me. No, none of those things can happen to you. But the starting point is for you to make up your mind and say, I am not dying and reject the spirit of fear because the spirit of fear can attract a force from the kingdom of darkness that can seek to enforce exactly what we are fearing. That's why today in, in psychology they talk about self-prophesying, self how people can think negative thoughts and then when they happen they think like, oh, I saw it. While in actual fact it's a purely negative mindset that thrives on fear. God does not want us to live on fear. Fear is a substance of things afraid of. 
Yeah, you know, you know how you know what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. When you have faith, you have a substance that are holding on in the spiritual realm to say, Lord, I'm expecting this and I believe that it's going to show up. That's faith. It is the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Fear is that intangible reality that you hold on to and you expect to show it up. That's why sometimes you can build up fear. You can you can you, you can imagine right now that in your in your in your living room something waking in the door the door moving you can imagine things and feel things that are not real because of the spirit of fear. Now let's overcome this right now especially in relation to COVID. I don't know where you are right now. Maybe some of your friends have tested positive. Maybe you have just had some of the people that you knew have died. And now you are trembling and you're thinking, I'm next. That's what I don't want you to go to. It might be happening to others. It might be taking others away. But you need to make a decision. I am not dying. I'm going to live. And don't be fearful. Be faithful, which means you are expecting more of the positive to happen to you. You are confident that God will carry you through this situation. You are confident that although you have symptoms, they are not going to increase. And even if they can increase, they are not going to take your life. Do not allow the facts that you see to become your reality. I'm going to say that again. Don't allow the facts that you see to become your reality. And here's, here's what faith is. Faith is not denying the facts, but it's not allowing the facts to become your reality. Now, the reality is you can live. The reality is Jesus has paid for everything that you need for you to live your life better and enjoy it. That's the reality. And the reality is that God has a plan for you beyond now. And the reality is that God's plan for your life is far above the devil's plan. That's the reality. Now, faith is acknowledging the facts and the symptoms that you are seeing and say, these facts are not going to stop me from enjoying God's plan for my life, which is the reality that exists in the spiritual realm for my life. That's how we overcome the, the spirit of fear, is that we choose, although you recognize, yes, you are weak right now. Yes, you have lost your smell and you have lost your taste right now, but you are saying, this affects, but there's a higher truth that in the name of Jesus, I am well. Jesus has paid for my sickness, have paid the price for my health, and I can live and overcome this sickness. I'm going to choose to believe this story that says I can overcome, I can win this sickness, I can become. And as much as there's evidence of symptoms, these symptoms could eventually go. When you think like that and you speak like that, eventually your effects will change. Taste will come back, smell will come back, palpitating will stop, and you will get your health back. Speak faith. To speak faith. And here's how I want to close this session. Think of fear and faith as like two bulls in the same crawl. And, and the, the bull that gets fed the most wins. If you feed your fear, your fear bull, it will kill the faith bull. But if you feed your, your, your faith bull, your faith bull would kill the fear bull. Now the question is, which one are you feeding? And what is the food here? The food is the word of God. Now, we, we feed faith at a passive level by choosing not to feed on God's word. But we feed faith by an active understanding process of getting engaged in the word of God and in prayer. Now, if you are not praying and we are not reading the word of God, you are not feeding the faith bull. And when situation comes like COVID and other things attack you, you are likely to bow down to the bull of fear because your faith bull is too weak. 
My encouragement to you is spend time on this word. Choose to speak this word. And choose to have a moment of prayer to God. And say, Lord, keep me alive. Sustain me. Help me enjoy this condition so that I come out alive. Feed your faith bull. Overcome your fear bull and make you alive. I think this is important. Share this message with people in your life. Let them know God's plan for their life is that they should live, but they have to contribute by agreeing with God that they would live, rather than agreeing with the sickness that they will die. There are people who sometimes die before their death because they give up before they try. They give up before the conditions show up. I don't want you to be like that. I want you to choose faith over fear and to choose life over death and to resist every form and format of fear declaring God's way. Share this with people in your life. This video is available, this podcast available. Let's share them and let's reach out and build hope in people's life. Thank you so much for joining us. See you again next time as we go deeper on the practical antidotes you can have against fear and against conflict. See you next time. Bye-bye.